Sully's on his way. Our executive producer, David, left this envelope for you. Thanks. Where's the guest? It's Harvey from Lappin Partners. The guy from Maddie's board. He'll be here shortly. If he's not here in time. Technology is a wonderful thing, Anna. Okay. Time and place vanish before the power of editing. With technology, you can never be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Or with the wrong people. Or close enough. Or with the wrong music. Let the show commence. What happens when technology invades an organization? Do you get more work or less? And who's responsible for the outcome? Hi, this is Sully from PR, a staff co-host of the podcast, How We Manage Stuff. And Evelyn, the business manager and staff co-host. And doesn't that sound good? With an episode entitled, Who's Going to Own This Mess? And our guest is not here. Ah, the tricky twists and turns of the building. I shall go fetch him. We're on a single floor in the office park. How tricky is that? But think carefully. Are we in the Mountain View office, the Washington office, or the Seattle office? It doesn't matter to me. Home is where there's Wi-Fi. (laughs) Remember, you're based out of Seattle, and my desk is in the District of Columbia. And so we will say that technology is allowing us to meet in Silicon Valley so that Harvey from Lappin Partners can drive down for the day. That is most fair to me, because I'm always happy when I'm sitting next to you, even virtually. Go find him, blockhead. At your bidding, madame. Can I ask a quick question? How has the secondary shoe market been changed by technology? Excuse me? You know the secondary shoe market. No, I don't know. Because it was really small before the internet. Is this where I'm supposed to... Come in, Harvey. Thought Vinny was going to be here. You'll have to survive with us. Vinny is doing a couple investment visits with Maddie from the Gilbert School. Touring VCs with an eight-year-old in tow. I think she is in the lead. In the wake of an eight-year-old? <laughs> and how did I get involved in this madness? I don't think we've met. I'm Anna, Executive Director of Customer Engagement. All right. You're the intern. Well, no. Sure, but... I was asking how technology changed markets. That better not be the topic for today, because I could talk about that. Specifically, the secondary shoe market. What? Well, I've never... Heard of the secondary shoe market? But it's so big in the male market. Like the market for, like, male men. You know, the designer basketball shoes. Basketball shoes autographed by, you know, those NBA guys. James LeBron James. This is just eBay. No, it's not. It's not. It is really what allows me to pay for my shoes. Do what? Pay for shoes. My shoes. When I get a new pair of Louboutins or Kate Spades or even Ferragamos, I'll buy a put for them on the secondary market. A put. You know, a put. That's what I thought you said. You know, the right to sell a shoe for a set price by a given date. I think I know what a put is. Oh, good, because I didn't know. I really didn't. How much you followed shoes. puts? Because I know that calls and puts are just not as common. Not common at all in basketball shoes. They aren't. What is the topic of the current conversation? Puts and calls for women's shoes. Of course we are. Because when I'm going out to an opening at San Francisco Recovery, say... I'll do a call for, say, a pair of, mm, say, Steve Madden's in new or restored to excellent or fine condition. Why don't you just buy the shoes? And have all that money tied up in shoes? What if I get an invite to ACT? It isn't an efficient use of resources. It isn't. Madden isn't really appropriate for ACT. And I would need a Louis Vuitton, say. Though I don't understand the ideas behind the Vuitton. I just This allows you to... To keep myself liquid. 
It does. I mean, I can't keep all my money in shoes. And of course, there is a closet in my apartment. It can't hold more than 37 pairs. 37 pairs top. Though I keep my Manolos, because they are my favorites, and just so versatile. Good request to see the pictures. Oh, do you want to see? I keep an index set on Flickr. And what does this have to do with technology? Technology, exactly. Well, it's obvious. I mean, without technology, there wouldn't be much of a secondary shoe market, because the people would have to be in, like, close contact with each other. So it would be confined to, like, people who live in Palo Alto or the Upper East Side, and who wants to live there, for heaven's sake? It means that technology expands the scale and scope of markets. Is that it? It creates markets where none are at well, all? Well, that's one thing technology does, but I like to start with first principles. First principles. Um, sure. Like, we start with looms, and then we get, like, steam engines and computers. Not quite. Work equals labor plus capital. Oh, okay. And technology replaces labor with capital. You use less labor... And more capital. And a computer is capital. Like, even if you replace it every three years? Or a phone? On some plans, you can get a new one every 24 months. That doesn't seem to be much of a capital to me. I thought capital was supposed to be permanent. For this example, it is. Let him explain. When you're in finance, permanent means more than two successive quarters. Six months? That's not very long. And how long does a shoe last, my dear? It is taken from the definition of a recession. Right. Technology is a form of capital that allows you to use less labor. So the key thing is what happens to the labor. The key thing is what happens to the knowledge. Knowledge? Knowledge. Knowledge. You didn't mention knowledge before. Is that capital or labor? Or is it something else? Ponder. Ponder, my dear. For a moment. Are we playing Embarrass the Intern with a snappy little twist? A twist at the end of the episode? Because I just asked a simple question. Oh, I did. No. We respect you too much. Well, I should hope so. Because first principles are not about principles. What? First principles are not about principles. Can I go outside and come back in to see if this conversation gets any more, well, logical? A first principles exercise is really about reasoning. Can you start at the beginning? And reason your way to the conclusion through a process that makes sense, that explains what is happening. And it's my question for asking two guys who apparently knew nothing about shoe futures until five minutes uh, ago. You are mistaken, my dear. I'd actually heard of them. You had? Yes, of course. Some students at the Gilbert School wanted to start a hedge fund based on shoe huh. futures. But I bet it was like men's like basketball shoes. That's bad. Yes. The general counsel of the school felt that it was a little too much like getting. Let's finish the story. Labor or capital, dearie. Labor or capital? Theory? Hmm. Labor. People have it. No capital. Knowledge about how to do something. It's capital. Capital. Right. For both. Both what? Both points. What point? Knowledge is capital held by people. Knowledge does not exist without a human organization to support. What do you mean? Go back to the shoe market. I thought you had departed. Not when there's this kind of show. The shoes. What about them? You said it. If there were no technology, the secondary market would be confined to a small group of people in Palo Alto or Manhattan, a tired walk-up store off California Avenue, a dingy tailor shop on Lexington. And technology expands the market and expands who knows about it. And how to operate it, how to control it, how to follow it, all sorts of knowledge. Harvey has gained so much more knowledge this morning that he's going to run out and invest in Papageno futures. Ferragamo. Yes, that. See? I know more already. So it moves knowledge around. So what? It sets up a fight over who owns the knowledge. A fight? Yes, 
a fight. Can we be Marxists for a moment? You a Marxist? I can be a Marxist for a day, provided it doesn't damage capitalism. Which means you make some money. That too. Technology tends to shift the knowledge about how to operate a business. Or just a process. From workers to management, to a more tightly organized and disciplined group that has a stake in the company. Setting up a fight between labor and management. Those who do the work and those who are in the structure that can hold the knowledge. I thought Marx said that workers became alienated from the means of production, not knowledge of the production. Marx didn't have smartphones, computers, internet, or Snapchat. And this really isn't Marxism, under any circumstance. Well, it's kind of a capitalist, upper-class Marxism. We could have done this so much faster. So much faster. Technology requires knowledge. Knowledge is held by organizations. Organizations are forced to adjust to the demands of technology. Boom. But we're done. Often, new knowledge goes to senior management. Sometimes it goes to a new layer of operational management. Kind of the shop stewards of high tech. Occasionally to workers. But workers tend to feel the discipline of technology. And occasionally to customers. And who has the right to this knowledge? There's the conflict. Senior management feels that they have the right to the knowledge. Operations claim the right by education, workers by service, customers by participation. And everyone feels that these rights, the rights to operate the technology, are naturally theirs. Theirs by nature. Pretty much, pretty much. Though when you see the amount of money that is spent to claim and defend intellectual property, you begin to wonder if there's any such thing as a natural right to knowledge at all. Like there's no such thing as natural beauty. No such thing. Oh. We're going back to shoes, aren't we? <laughs> Don't try to fight this one because you'll lose monopoly on the topic. Because weren't we supposed to talk about how we were going to organize this little startup of... Uh... Maddie. Yes, we were. Because everything gets back to governance. Of course everything's governance. It is. Because can we be developmental biologists for a moment? And you're getting it dished back. Because you'd think that after so many thousands of years... Our feet would have evolved to a point where they were good-looking, stayed warm in winter, cool in summer, and weren't bothered by scrapes and scratches. Do I have to answer any questions again? And ever? since biology has not provided us with adequate, much less beautiful feet, we must invent shoes, deploy technology, and create organizations in order to... Okay, okay, okay. On that note, it's time to bring the show to an end. We'll fire up the old editor and edit Anna back at her desk. This isn't entirely fair. Our governance doesn't work on fairness for all. It works on equity, balancing rights. Have you looked at your envelope? From David, the executive producer? Yes. It, it's pink. I Is it good? I believe so, but you must discover the news for yourself. Here it goes. How we manage stuff. Intern with salary. Oh, I have a salary. I'm a paid intern. Paid intern. <laughs> paid intern. And we'll just edit that out. I'm with you. Music. We point. We click. And Harvey? Edited back to the green room with some kind of uh, sporting event on HDTV. Isn't it nice to know what to do? Especially when the discussion gets a little... Didactic? I was going to say long-winded. And it feels so good to have the tools to do what needs to be done. Right, it does feel good. So, we have our lesson. A lesson we did together. In different offices. 
Technological innovation substitutes labor for capital and brings new knowledge to your institution. Knowledge that needs an organization to support it. And the question is, what part of the organization gets that knowledge? And who gets more power because of it? But of course. Paid intern. Yes. I would yes. say anyone, so long as it is us. Us together. Of course. And so this is the end of our episode. I'm Evelyn, the business manager and co-host. And I'm Sully, also a staff co-host when I'm not fighting the policy battles in the U.S. Capitol. For the podcast, How We Manage Stuff. Good night, Mr. and Mrs. America. From border to border and coast to coast. And all the ships at sea. Shoes. Secondary shoe market. I'm just new here. But I have the feeling that perhaps I should catch up on the old episodes through our website, which is HowWeManageStuff.com. Subscribe to How We Manage Stuff through iTunes or Facebook or LinkedIn or Tumblr or wherever fine podcasts are sold. This is episode 17150 and is copyright 2017 by Jaggy LLC. David Allen Greer, producer, all rights reserved.